it's doable. And if you stick around long enough to see what God is getting ready to do. You're too anointed to give up now. You're too anointed to quit now. Stay focused. Elisha saw the chariot, but he kept on concentrating on Elijah. In other words, I've got a purpose, and I'm not going to let nothing separate me from the move of God that's about to take place in my life. Hey everybody, thanks once again for tuning into the Purpose Perspective Podcast. I'm your host, the Pastor Mario, and I have a friend with me today. Ain't that, ain't that something? I finally got a, a, a friend to join me on my podcast. I'm so excited to have her uh, with us today. I'm going to tell you about her in a second. Before I talk about her, let me tell you, you need to go back. If you have missed any of these other episodes, you need to go back and get it. go back and get them um, you're missing who are they we're talking about how your purpose belongs to you um, we, we did another episode about your peace listen some of y'all don't even know that y'all struggling with peace issues you need to go back and listen to it it's powerful those were some solo episodes that I did some of them were kind of study kind of lesson type lessony lessonish lessonish or something but whatever go back and check those out and, um, and make sure you come back every single chance you get because we've got a lot of valuable information that we're sharing right here. All things are purpose. All things about purpose. Uh, everything that we do is about helping you meet your appointment with your purpose if you haven't figured it out by the music that was playing. Well, look, I'm so happy to have my friend here. She has proven that she knows how to um, she knows how to raise raise some churns and raise some kids and, and <laughs> she, she's proven it. Um, let me tell you, she has a master's in education and counseling um, with a concentration of human wait, wait a minute, my, my, did I say right? Human development and growth. That's right, mm-hmm. right? Just keep saying mm-hmm until I say a name. And mm-hmm. then <laughs> she is a LPCA a licensed professional counseling associate. Boom, she thought I was going to mess it up, y'all. She front me, don't front me. I ain't going to mess it up. Uh, she is a clinical therapist at SAFAY. Safi is what they call it. I say they pronounce it wrong, but they can pronounce I'm let them pronounce it how they want to pronounce it. But it's SAFAY. She's going to talk about that cuz I'm going to ask her to talk about some of the some of those things that she does. But listen, her name is Janae White. I'm so happy to have you on the show today. How are you doing today? Thank you, Maria. Thank you. Thank you. I'm doing doing well. Doing well. Are you working? I'm happy are, to have be you here. been working during this pandemic stuff or you just I you... have. I actually have. So Monday through Friday, my full time gig is Safi. S A F Y. Oh, S A F Y. So there's no yeah. A in. Oh, okay. No. no wonder it's Safi. Because I was like, yeah. it's a fake. Cause and it stands for because it stands for what? Specialized alternatives for family and youth. 
So our goal is to provide family preservation for uh, families who have children that are at risk of being removed by uh, DCBS or a subsidy, which is CPS, uh, which is also frightening and terrible um, experience to have just firsthand being a previous social worker with the state. Um, It's a nightmare. You had a serious Um, job. Yeah, I had a serious job. But um, they refer to you as baby snatching. But the goal of CPS is not to snatch your children. It's to provide protection for um, children. And sometimes that may appear that it's, you know, baby snatching. However, sometimes it's the best decision for the children in mind. But um, they never leave it without a plan. That's what I like about um, CPS and the programs that they offer, such as SACI. They give you support um, to kind of help you with that transition so that your children are returned back home with Kentucky being one of the highest rates of uh, child uh, child abuse and uh, children in foster care. Definitely detrimental um, to have programs available that provide support to families. So we do family preservation and then we also do reunification. So if your child has been removed from the home, uh, we work on providing some therapeutic services and some support that help give families alternatives so that TPS won't return. And parenting looks a little different because it's tough being a parent. You know, you got a bunch of right. Yeah, I know. Can you, give, can you give away other family members? Can we do? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm well, just, I'm just, unfortunately, just, no. I'm serious. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm playing though. But um, okay, so, so you are well-versed um, in this. Listen, I, this particular episode um, I think it was I, I, per per me. Um, I felt like it was um, very necessary because um, as I meet, have met a lot of young people, okay, mm-hmm. and, and a lot of the things, you know, in conversation when I talk to them, I ask them, you know, what are you going to do? What are you about to do? Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of times I talk to them with the assumption that uh-huh. they plan on go, plan on going to school, uh-huh. um, so not, not because. You know, not because I'm, uh, I really think, you know, I'm, but really because I'm just trying to imply that they need to go. But, um, <laughs> but, but school's not always an option. It's, yeah. Right. It's not always an option. And, and I also understand that it, it isn't, it literally is not for everybody. Yeah, I, absolutely. I, I, I totally, I totally get that. Um, but I, I think that, and you tell me what you think. I think mm-hmm. that sometimes people use that as, an excuse and a cop out not mm-hmm. to um, mm-hmm. because just b- because they don't really want to mm-hmm. and sometimes not wanting to is not sufficient if it makes Absolutely. any sense you know I mean, Absolutely. I, you know mm-hmm. when, when it comes down to you know if, if you don't want to for the you know for the wrong reason if it's right. just because you know you tired of doing work you know or whatever that's i mean come on that's not you know, that's not it's going not to be a, a that is good that's unacceptable unacceptable yeah. and it's not going and to be so, a good solution cuz you're going to find absolutely. out the hard way yeah and so a lot of times um we want the nice things but we don't want to do the work to get it and don't get me wrong school is not for everybody i'll be the first to tell you yes i have a master's degree but i absolutely absolutely, absolutely hate school for myself but i knew it was necessary in order to um move to the next level um i can talk and speak and do whatever and but my thing was anxiety with tests like I even to this day I have test anxiety Mm -hmm. really bad and so I totally understand how sometimes 
um, students and kids, especially in our our culture, are like, I don't want to go to school. I don't want to go to school. But um, See, the blessing the of it is... I was the opposite because I had, um, you know, which I only found out. I was a grown man mm-hmm. when I found out I had ADHD all the years. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, that's what was wrong with me. That was I'm wrong, the opposite. Yeah. I'm, I'm cool with the test. I mean, can you just tell me what I need to know and then give me the test? <laughs> and don't, don't have me do all this uh, other work. Uh-huh. See, I'm like, <laughs> so, can I just get up and talk about it? And then yeah, I'm good. Can you just pass me on? But a lot of times our kids, like, uh, uh, you hear, go to school. You'll get a better job. You'll do this. You'll do that. And school is not always that's an not option nice, yeah. for you um, because... We still need trades. Um, there's HVAC that's never yeah. going to go away because we yeah. don't like to be hot, right? Yeah. There's plumbing. There's never going to be a robot to teach you how to flush your toilet. There's electrical work. My dad is an electrician. My dad has been an electrician yeah. since 1976. Yeah. And they make extraordinary money. Um, and so just as an alternative, there's hair, there's, you know, nails, there's things that oh, we're Lord, always, we always like say, to look don't nice. Don't tell them that. But I'm saying we're we're giving options. We're giving options. Everybody want to do. Everybody want to do hair and nails. (laughs) But and there's so many. But even within that segment, there's so many caveats that you can explore. You can do natural hair. You can do relaxed hair. You can do braids. You know, it's a lot. Business. You can just or you you, how about that? You can just do business. Just find you somewhere and find whatever. And the the thing is, is finding what your passion is. Yes, I'm a therapist, but my passion is helping people, and so. That's where, you. you know, the first step is you find what you like to do because you, you don't want to spend however many years or however many days or however many hours going through this program and deciding, uh, oh, I don't really want to do that. It's and so now you've wasted it, huh? yeah, yeah, time and money. and money. And so the goal is um, when you find something that you're interested in, doesn't feel like work. It becomes a career and it becomes a passion. It becomes something that motivates you even when you don't feel like it or, you know, you're tired or you're exhausted mentally or physically, you're still going to press through because it's something that you enjoy doing. Right. Yeah, I totally, totally agree with that. I approve that message 100%, (laughs) which is what this show is about. This show Mm -hmm. is literally about finding your purpose, reaching your purpose, getting to your purpose, overcoming the hurdles to getting there. And sometimes many, many of the hurdles that we have to face are not external, but they're internal. They're right, mm-hmm. right in our mind. They're, 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 we have to fight through that first. And listen, I'll, and I'll be the first to t- listen. I'll be the very, very first to tell you, mm-hmm. you know, getting myself convincing myself to do mm-hmm. some, do some stuff. We did, mm-hmm. a, we did an, um, and I want to say we, I mean me. I, I don't know why I do that. I can't stand for <laughs> But I did an episode, episode the other day um, mm-hmm. about, um, it was called The Perfect Problem. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't about, it wasn't that the problem was perfect. It was that perfect was the problem. Mm-hmm. And for me, oh, I, wow. I, I would not, I would not start, you know, yep. I would because I don't, I'm not in the right position to do this yet. Or mm-hmm. I, I can't do this yet. Or. Uh, when I, I get this, this done or when it, I, yeah, exactly. after I finish this, yeah. And but I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. yeah, it's starting is, is half of the battle, right? Because then you get more done and then you get a little more done and you get a little more done. Yeah. 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 So for some people who, um, because what I want to talk about today is, is that I, I know a lot of young people who they just don't know what they're doing, what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, they have some parents who mm-hmm. are a little bit challenged who don't know, you know, if their parents don't know what to do to help them get there. They don't, parents don't know what to expect. They don't know what to expect. They don't know what to do. 
um, also you have you have another group that because their parents you know didn't emphasize you know school you know yeah yeah higher education mm-hmm. they don't now emphasize it or they don't have you know it's not a priority to them right. so what um what do you think or, or else what would you tell that listener um, who's in that position that um is their first steps that they need to take in order let's just say they haven't done anything let's say they graduated yesterday mm-hmm. and they okay. haven't done anything in order to even you know think about move to the next think about level the, exactly mm-hmm. um and so as it as it is now they may be getting a job at best buy or somewhere and mm-hmm. and they don't have a clue what's happening after that what would you tell them if they we're talking about somebody who has already made up their mind that they do want to go to school but they have no mm-hmm. they don't know what they want to learn they but but they do know they want to go to to pursue some higher education what do you tell that person so I would tell that person first, um, identify what it is that you're gifted. Um, not what you like, but what you're good at. Because when you, you I love getting my hair done. That don't mean I needed to get my hair. I mean, that I need to be a stylist. That ain't my ministry. That ain't my college. Right. Um, but finding what it is that you're really passionate about, that you're good at, and then researching and figuring out um where it is that offers programs that would make you an expert at that. If it's a licensure, if it's um, a college degree, if it's a certification, find out what where these programs are available. Find out if, you know, you want to go to school because the money's there. Um, a lot of people say, oh, I don't have the money to pay for school. Oh, it's money available. Yeah. You just got to go get it. You, and get you just got to connect it. with people and get it. So the first step would be to find out what it is that you want to do. What is it that, okay, in 20 years from now, you're still going hard and um, you still enjoy what you do because it's something that you started out doing. Again, I say, and I use my dad because he's a perfect analogy, but my dad started, he became an electrician in 1970. I said 76, it's actually 77, the year I was born. And he's, my daddy is 70 (laughs) plus, and he's still working because that's something he enjoys doing. Um, But finding out what it is that your passion is, what what is it that God gave you? and I find a lot of people do it backwards, and that's mm-hmm. I just I just literally when I tell you literally, I can't mm-hmm. in every sense of that word. I just had this conversation with somebody less than three hours ago, mm-hmm. of this exact situ this exact conversation. Mm-hmm. There's no sense in what most people do is they see something that kind of interests them, mm-hmm. and then they go after it based on how much they can make from it, how much mm-hmm. money it is. And I always tell Absolutely. people, if you make those decisions based on money, you're going to end mm-hmm. up miserable Absolutely. because, because you end up being a slave to money. I'm not, I mean, I'm not going to preach it, but yes. you end up becoming a slave to the dollar. And, and then you, and, and then you wake up and you're just so frustrated. Because all you, yeah, all, yeah. Because it's all about the money. And now you work yep. for the money and instead of the money working for you. Yeah. So if you're passion driven, uh, one of my favorite scriptures, not being churchy, but your gift, and I tell my son all the time, all the time, um, your gift will make room for you. And so in making room for you, um, comes the perks and the benefits from it. Um, Say that one more time. Your gift will make room for you. And so when your gift makes room for you, all of your needs will be provided when it makes room for you. And so finding out what it is that you are purpose to do 
is the first priority. And I, I say to parents, especially we're talking about parents that I'm um, talking to individuals who are, have graduated, but the parents that are listening, that maybe you have a graduate, but you have smaller children, identify what it is that your kids enjoy doing. Like um, sometimes in our culture, we push them to do sports. And we push them to do dance and we push them to do XYZ. Find out what it is. Yes, to rap. Uh, Find out what it is that your kid is gifted and good Mm -hmm. at. And then nurture that. Get in programs that are available. A lot of, oh, I can't afford it. Well, guess what? There's a lot of times there are sponsorships or the programs have scholarships that are available. Or surround yourself with a village. Hey, if little John John wants to be in um, the Muhammad Ali Center program, but it's going to cost me $200. Well, I would be one that would advocate, and okay, I can't give you the whole 200 but I will be willing to give you 50 put So if you find it. four people put that give it. you, put something on it. You find four people that give you $50, Lil John John got the program for the year. Yeah. And so, and then we're teaching Lil John John also, you know, that a village works for you. Now, I might have Lil John John come, well, come on and help me wash these windows or I need you to help me, you know, clean my closet out. But I, I believe in earning the support and not just giving because right, you right. appreciate it more. Yeah. Um, and Big but, John John, Big John John can do that too. Big John John big, can too. Big John John, absolutely. A lot of times when we think of those things, we think this, oh, that's for kids. Or mm-hmm. thing, you know what I mean? But no, like, what do you mean? Like a 19, 20 year old, a 22 mm-hmm. year old, if you're trying to do something positive, you're trying to, you know, get somewhere. If you, mm-hmm. if there's a will. There's a way. There's yep. a will. There's a way. And I know that sounds it's easier said probably than done. But you know, but everything this lady on this, everything this lady on this podcast is saying, yeah, she's she's right. She's right about yeah. it. She's she's right. Matter of fact, let me say this too because you said um, you, you you mentioned two things, and uh-huh. um, and and one thing that I tell people all the time is what you're gifted in and what you're passionate about. Passionate about may not be the same things. Absolutely. But what you're what you're gifted in. Uh, once you find out what you're passionate about, your gift will help you f- uh, forward that particular mm-hmm. uh, agenda for mm-hmm. whatever you're passionate about. So they don't have to be, although they're not the same thing, they don't have to be separated. They don't have to be separate. You can use mm-hmm. one to help Simultaneously. You, exactly. Use one to help you, uh, you know, do the, do the other. And so... Mm-hmm. That's one of the main things that I think. I mean, that's that's far. You 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 really are smart. You know what? I knew you were smart. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but do that. Well, do is, that. This is life too. That helps. Um, you know, and sometimes a lot of people. Oh, you have this. You have that. I had life. Life was my experience. Was my best teacher. Um, in my personal experiences and in you know being a parent. You know, finding out. You know, what gifts are there? You know, my kid. As you know, I have Jalen who is rising senior at the illustrious Tennessee State University. Senior? But he will be a senior. He's one in senior year. Yes. Mercy. <laughs> You're getting old. <laughs> Somebody is. Somebody's getting old. <laughs> yes. But um, he, we did the sports around the clock. Baseball, basketball, football for, you know, three years. Well, let me start. The, he started out, um, he was, he's a alumni member of River City Drum Corps. And, uh, Mr. White gave him his drum at he was a he was two. No, he was one. And I was like, oh God, really? Uh-uh. This is noisy. No. <laughs> and so I fought it and fought it and fought it forever. And at four, he finally got into the drum floor. And at five, he's decided, I want to play sports like around the clock. So we took a pause and for three years he did sports. And at eight, 
He was like, I don't want to do this. I want to play the drums. And just from playing the drums, it has created so many opportunities um, for him. And uh, just a shout out to River City Drum Corp. It's not just about drumming, but it's a program that teaches um, life skills, um, independent thinking, team building, a family culture, you know, event. And so uh, that's another plug. (laughs) That's another plug that I want to say. Find you an organization that is family oriented. And so... Um, when your child is involved in things, it becomes a, a second family or a third family and you guys lean and depend on one another and you guys motivate and support one another. And so that's what I gained and gathered out of that. Um, from there, you know, it, it created so many opportunities and windows, like I said, not just playing the drums, but he grew into um, speaking publicly, fluently, um, creating, you know, he crafted his leadership skills. So he's done a lot just, you know, from growing and cultivating. But I had mm-hmm. to be that support and find out from from a parental perspective, you get tired, you get burnt out, yeah, yeah. but you still, you're the sacrifice. You're going to make a sacrifice. You make it now or you make it later. And so when you make it now, when they become um, young adults, you see the fruits of your labor versus right. when they're adults. And you, you see them. Or they can just become independent, <laughs> uh, productive citizens and pay their own bills and stay out of your pocket. Yeah, right? that's, yeah so, that too. Or, you know, because the alternative is, you know, in our culture, you know, we have so many strikes already against us. And so if a lot of times if we don't pour into our children while they're young, then the alternative is. They don't have the tools and techniques that they need to become independent individuals and they become like luster or are exposed to alternative lifestyles, which end up in the penal system, which is not designed for us. Right. Or they become, you know, labeled and labored, which yep. are two different things. And so then they become a stereotype. And so the goal is to dispel the myths and teach your children alternatives. Push them past 9th Street. Take them, you know, let them um, experience, you know, the world outside of Kentucky. You know, take them beyond Indiana. You know, take them, you know, and venture into things. Make your children read. Like, education is the key to whatever you do. You don't have to go to school, but you still don't need to know how to read. You still need to know how to count. So those are two fundamentals (laughs) that, you know. um, That's exactly what we had, um, which we just, my wife and I, we just, we are in the... um, Parenting with Purpose episode that we did, we, uh-huh. she literally said many of these same things. And she was she was recapping, of course. You know, she's a stepmom to some to teenage kids, but uh-huh. she's you know she has her first child, which who is six years old now. But uh-huh. you know, but she talked about you know how some of the reasons why she does certain things now because what her mom did in those programs and you know and mm-hmm. encouraging but every decision has to be purpose driven every decision mm-hmm. should be purpose driven absolutely what i understand though, Janae, what i understand though Janae, is that some people right now are mm-hmm. they're at a place and listen if y'all listening and this is you no shade don't don't get mad this is not no shade don't right. don't feel it's no kind of shade when, when you know better you do better <clears throat> but some of you, so take right. it and break it and keep it moving right well some of you perhaps you're in a position now you're like okay well man i didn't do none of that but i don't mm-hmm. you know but i want to help my kid you know do something and uh-huh. then you know what i mean 
um, you know, what do you what do you say to them? So you know, they 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 have a senior, they just graduated, or they're graduating now, right now, or something. You know what I mean? What do you say? What do you say to them? They haven't prepared. They, uh-huh. You know, they haven't been prepared, but uh-huh. you know, now what? Do, what do they do now? What do they do? The, these same well, the steps. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Everyone experiences career, family, and at times self-limiting speed bumps that hinder our daily progress. While most of us value a motivational speech and sound advice, we don't always have the time for an entire speech. Thankfully, I'm looking out for you. As the Pastor Mario, an ordained pastor, certified life coach, and comedic personality, I've compiled hundreds of inspiring, entertaining, and corrective quotes that are sure to evoke positivity and encouragement in the life of the reader. This book, and I quote, is like having a preacher in your pocket or a coach in your bag. I don't know. Read as the words scream from the pages, provoking you to pursue your purpose. It's entitled, and I quote, Authentic Thoughts of Inspiration by Mario Martin. Search for the paperback or the Kindle edition at Amazon.com or simply go to www.thepastormario.com. That's T-H-E-E, pastormario.com today. Coming to America, that's one of my favorite movies of all times. You've seen it. It's about the king's son, Hakim, who was being groomed to eventually take over the family business, the country of Zamunda. He had a marriage that had already been arranged, a bride that had already been selected. Everything was set up for him. But on his birthday, when he was old enough to do what he wanted to do, he decided to break tradition and come to America. 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 He changed his appearance by cutting off his tail and dressing differently. He went to a different and an unusual place. And when he got there, he did everything he could do to look like them and to change his appearance. He even attempted to live like them in order to associate with them. And although he came to America with the king's blessing, the king became very worried, and rightfully so. He was worried that he would lose his identity, that he would live beneath his means. And not just in the king's presence, but even in the strange land. And I can't help but to imagine how our African forefathers and ancestors, how they would feel knowing that after 12.5 million people were tricked and trapped out of their native land and only 10.7 million made it to America alive, over 36,000 trips against their will managed to become some of the world's greatest inventors, strongest philosophers, most dominant athletes, most talented artists and musicians, only to have their ideas stolen, intellect unfairly undermined, awards snubbed, art incriminalized, and their culture stolen. Through approximately 400 years of oppression dealt with knowing that they were the cornerstone and most significant factor in the success of a country that refused to allow them to sit at the table that they built, eat from the very crops that they themselves had harvested, and drink from the fountains that they had irrigated. I wonder, would our ancestors be angry or elated to see us in the new millennium, to see us living beneath our abilities, allowing others to patronize our potential, perpetuating a cycle of privilege that is predicated solely upon our procrastination. I don't think they'd be happy, but I will tell you this, we still have an opportunity to get back everything that belongs to us. This is what I discovered. Our conduct is merely a consequence of our concentration. In other words, you'll only be able to become 
what you think about you. The longer it takes you to understand who you are, the deeper the ditch gets. <laughs> but woe to your enemy. Your enemy better rue the day that you meet you and find out who you are. Because the day that you remember who you are, that's the day that victory begins to reign in your life. That's when you will begin to walk into the newness of the royalty that the king planned for your life. That's my perspective. Find out more about me at www.thepastormario.com. That's T-H-E-E, pastormario.com. Would be if you have a senior just graduated and you as a parent you're like oh we got to play catch up not too late challenge more challenging but it's not too late however um the good news is you figure out you okay you've talked to your child and you guys determine all right i want to do uh i want to have my own clothing company okay great i want to get a degree and have my own clothing line we'll say that all right so then we want to create our own clothing line. We want to go to school. You got to know how to market your product, right? So you need to go to school, right? So starting this school, we figure out what schools offer those programs, whatever it is that you want to do. Where, where do we go that can push you forward that will enhance what you already know? Mm-hmm. So then you say, okay, I want to go to uh, Kentucky State. I'm going to go to K-State because it's not too far. But um, I'm, not, I'm not right under my mom, but I want to go to K-State and they have this program. All right. So then we need to figure out how much is tuition. All right. So tuition is $10,000 a year. We'll say that roughly. And so that means it's 5000 a year plus housing, plus um, the, mm-hmm. the, you have to figure out everything, what the cost is going to be, basically. How much is it more cost effective to stay on campus versus off the campus? You got to go from there. And so the first thing would be to connect with, with um, the school and find out, identify how you get enrolled, um, what are the steps I need to take. Usually they have um, specific departments at the school that help you with that. But if it's something they're like, oh my God, this is overwhelming. I call the school, they don't hold for 40 minutes or they give me the runaround. Find somebody that's already been where you are. That's, that's an, another thing. Find, I'd say that's probably the first step. Find somebody, a mentor, that somebody that can walk you through the process and say, hey, how do I do this? And that person right. can take their experience and say, okay, well, I did this and this and this. Have you called? Um, are you interested? What is it you want to do? Um, how, how long do you plan to do it? And walking, having that person walk through the process with you and making themselves available is the, probably the easiest thing to do. Right. As don't, far be as, you know, don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed of it. Yeah. Don't, don't be afraid of it. And don't be shy yeah. about it. Um, like, say, more, hey, you know, yeah. I want to do this. I want to do that. Yeah. I make myself readily and available for any young person. Any young person. You can connect with Mario. You can get my phone number. I don't know if it's appropriate. I can put my phone number out there. It's 533 um, Text me. Call me. Leave, leave me a message. I make myself available for any young person, any parent who wants to promote change. Because that's what our goal is, is to do something different. I want yeah. something better. I want it to be, you know, change for the positive. So what does that look like? And if that means we got to crawl together before we walk, so be it. You know, taking baby steps instead of taking off a whole big hunk and then doing it by yourself. Because a lot of times, um, if it doesn't come out the way you want it for the first time, then you become defeated or you feel defeated. And then you don't want to follow through and continue on. No, just like riding a bicycle. You just dust your little knees off. 
and keep it moving until you're, you know, taking the training wheels off and you're paddling along. But which bicycling is the perfect analogy. You know, when we learned to ride a bike, just think about when we took the training wheels off, somebody was holding that seat for us and running down the street with us until we were able to do that by ourselves. Well, I make myself available to hold the seat for you. And there's plenty of other people that we can identify that, you know, want to hold that seat for you to walk through that, you know, together. So if each one reach ones, if you have a specialty, you know, and you know, oh, I can do this, I can do that, then you should be, you have an obligation to give back. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. And you'll be surprised how many people are willing to help and aid somebody else mm-hmm. get there. You, I mean, you'd be, you'd really be surprised. Um, yep. You I, I just got to say, I need the help. Yeah, yeah. Or we as adults, we sometimes young people don't want to say that. You know, you recognize those clues and just in conversation, you know, and don't be the one that, you know, kind of browbeat them. What are you doing? You know, I want to school yet? I don't know. That's intimidating for young people because Sometimes you don't know, and so it, it's looked upon as negative. And you know, just sitting and have a conversation. What is it that you want to do? Okay. All right. Have, have, what have you done to start it? I've looked at this and that and the, and the other. Okay. So now what? Have you considered this, or what about this? What would you be willing to do? You know, allow them to communicate with you and express it in a way it doesn't feel overwhelming to them in baby steps. Give them homework. Okay, well, try this. And then when you finish this, come back and let me know. And then start the next step. Until you get to the goal that you want. Perfect, perfect. Now, what about, what about the, what about that one or that two or whoever they are, who they are deciding if they want to go ahead and they're going to go later. They're going to, they're going to take that gap year or they're trying to decide if they're going to take that gap year or not. I know the, the, the usual answer is, no, don't do it. But what um, is this? Is this still the answer? Just don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. You know, if you, if well, you want to go, I'm, I'm sure there are pros and cons depending on what the scenario is. I, I think that for minorities, that uh-huh. those pros and cons, there may be way more cons than pros for, for minorities. Absolutely. So a lot of times. Um, especially in our culture because we don't have that financial cushion whereas in alternative cultures you know they have that family wealth that's developed to where you're able to have that gap year and you know be financially supported and then figure it out and go well a lot of times we get into the work working world and then we assume responsibilities and so now we're left to choose do we continue working to maintain our responsibilities or do we go to school and struggle? Well, nobody likes to struggle, like, voluntarily. Right. And so, um, a lot of times when we take that gap year, we get the money and say, like, okay, I'm going to store this money up. But then life happens. And so, the money that you have stored up, you have to utilize to repair life. So then, you know, it's difficult to get a financial cushion to where if you go to school, that create that doesn't give you a lapse. You know, it goes from yes and I took a, 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 well, I took some some gap years, and I uh, wasn't uh, able to. We're not gonna talk about gaps because right. I, I had some gap gaps. <laughs> Man, some super gaps like braces couldn't pull it together. However, um, if it, 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 you're able to go back, it just makes the struggle a little more difficult. 
But if you can go from high school directly to a trade school or to a college, um, I would suggest that. However, if you do take the gap year, set yourself up with a schedule and a goal. Goals that will be able to be maintained to where it's not overwhelming. Okay, I'm going to sit out in 12 months for the 12 months. And in those 12 months, you're actually working, but you're storing money. If that means you put it um, with someone that you can trust and say, keep this money and don't give it to me no matter what, so that this money is stored up. So that you can be able to go to school and focus only on school. Right. Um, even So even that, so even if you do um, decide to take a gap year, it still needs to be purpose driven. It still needs to be driven. some Absolutely. goal setting. This is what I want to do. Absolutely. Because, because this Goals is what that I'm are yeah. easy to maintain. Yes. Yeah. Because then you just say, oh, ah, yeah. I'm going to go back eventually. No. Because let me tell say, you what I'm going to go back in a year. Go ahead. I, I, I dropped out. School uh-huh. at night. I was on a scholarship. Matter of fact, uh-huh. let me tell you, I, I, I um, my church every year gave a scholarship to a child or to a you know a graduating senior. Uh-huh. I didn't get it. Okay, oh. I didn't get uh-huh. that. I didn't earn it. Uh-huh. Um, but because I was going to a different type of a school, and the church and uh-huh. the my church just absolutely loved me, and the pastor there loved me. They uh-huh. said, you know what, we pay for his anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I right. started going and at the time I was the youngest one there that it was a seminary school and I was the youngest uh-huh. one at that time that had ever been uh-huh. there and um <clears throat> and uh, I fell in love uh-huh. <laughs> and I got married uh-huh. and I married a woman who already had a child who which I uh-huh. accepted as mine right off the bat uh-huh. and so now I'm a father a married uh-huh. father and we then I made a decision. Okay, we both can't go to we could, both can't be going to school, so I'm going to stop going to school and while well, you go to school, right. you know what I mean. And mm-hmm. then so what happens? You know, seven years later, when you you know now you've got m- multiple children mm-hmm. and you're living life life and you so have it's it hard it, exactly. Now, and now you have to difficult. work. You have to work. Now you have. Adulting yeah. responsibility. Yeah, yeah. And that that compound. Now, in my, in my take on it is, if I consider how much I do not like. Well, here's the thing: I love to study, but I only love to study the subjects that I like, right? Yep. <laughs> so, yep. if you consider, you know, as long as you know, for for me, um, you know, I didn't know before I got my degree. I literally didn't know this. You know, I I, I was going to be somebody's preacher. You know, uh-huh. so I thought all I needed to know was the Bible. The Bible. <laughs> Guess what? I'd have uh-huh. English class. I'm like, wait a minute, what? I got English yeah. classes and I got, wait yeah. a minute, hold on, what is this? I got to do You got to know how to conjugate a verb. What is this social? Yeah, no. Create wait. a complete sentence. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm like, no, 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 wait. Yeah. So, you know, as much as I don't like to study, uh-huh. <laughs> when I, when I, when, when it's just me and I don't have any responsibilities, can you imagine having to do all that studying? When you have bills to pay, yes. when you have people counting on you and depending on yes. you, Absolutely. you know, I don't want to, I'm not going to turn this show into a birth control show, but you know, I'm, but I'm just saying, you know, these are the things that you have to think about, you know, when, if, if you decide, no, I'm not going to, well, even if you go, you still got to think about that. But, uh-huh. <laughs> but if you decide <laughs> you're going to take time off, you know, is it going to be a time, you know, for you to party? Is this a time mm-hmm. for you to sow your oats? Mm-hmm. Is this a time for you? You know, m- minorities don't have the luxury of finding ourselves. 
Yeah. I mean, you can find yourselves, but you need to be working while you find yourself. You need to be, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm not saying that to be, you know, um, negative or it's just the, empty. Um, it's, it's the way, you know, where life is. Unfortunately, like I said, you know, that other cultures have, you know, financial um, support that provides for children to find themselves. Yeah. Just we don't have here. that luxury. Yeah. yeah sit in East cereal all day while you figure Absolutely. out what you're going to do. And do nothing. Yeah, we uh, we don't have that luxury. It's like, okay, you know, okay. if you're going to stay here, then I need you to slide on this water bill. Um, and it's unfortunate because that's another lesson for another, you know, topic was yeah, developing yeah, wealth yeah. for our community and our children and our children's children and our, you know, children's children's children, you know, but it starts with protecting your credit. And I could preach on and on and on yeah, from that. Yeah. In fact, but, you know what? As a matter of fact, I'll bring you back. We'll talk. I'll bring you back for that one. We'll talk about okay. that one some more because that's a, okay. That's, no, no, really, because that's 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 a that's one that we don't teach. Yeah. Part of part of the stuff is that we don't we don't pass down anything to our kids. No. And in addition to not being able to pass them down anything tangible, we mm-hmm. don't we also don't have we don't pass them down. The knowledge that they yes. that they need, and sometimes, yes. and even if I'm if I'm fifty and I'm learning new things and I'm fifty, just because mm-hmm. it's too late, you know, or or it's really not too late at fifty, but even if you know because it's too late for me to do what I would have done twenty years ago, that right. doesn't mean I should I should even more be one to try to pass that knowledge and that information down. And part mm-hmm. of that part of the problem with that is that. You know, when we're at a certain age, we don't want to hear it. We don't want to hear it. We want to do what we want to do because we think we know. And then we find out we should have listened. We don't. But, yep. but you're right. That is yes. another episode. I'm not gonna... Yes. So you said going back to school, parenting and responsibilities mm-hmm. um, was is difficult. And I know firsthand, especially when I was going to school, um, I graduated with my master's in 2016. And I always joke and say 2016 was a blur. I was just existing. Um don't remember much of it because I worked a full-time job. I worked a part-time job. That's when I was working in River City. I was going to school full-time and I had a junior, senior in um, high school. And so it was hard. Oh, when I tell you it was difficult. And so I had the financial responsibilities of the household and the junior and senior responsibilities and making sure that I went to school every day and, you know, well, I had weekend classes, but making sure I had homework every day, but just tended to that it's difficult. And so not saying that don't have children or go to school or don't live life, just understand that every decision that you make has a consequence, good or bad. And so when you have children and no longer your life no longer becomes your life, you start to think for someone else. You start to have to provide for someone else. So every decision that you make, once you become a parent, has to impact your child good or bad and so um it makes the struggle even more real because you're experiencing life firsthand yeah. and trying to balance and juggle everything and at times it can become overwhelming i tell you i made it but i don't remember 2016 at all because i right. existed <clears throat> yeah yeah no I, I totally get it i totally totally get it because mm-hmm. Um, it's, it, there's, there, there comes a point when some you have to make some some decisions, mm-hmm. and um, it's unfortunate because sometimes we don't know what decisions, what decisions that we need to make. But mm-hmm. um, that's why that's why we're here today because I wanted to make sure that 
somebody will be able to get um, get a little bit of information, um, and if not, get at least be inspired enough to reach out to a you know to get the information that you need to be able to um, to be able to begin the pursuit of uh, your purpose and and a better you. Um, Janae, mm-hmm. thank you for for being with us today. Um, before you go. Before you go, I want you to tell tell my listeners this. Tell my listeners, any listener that's out there um, who feels discouraged about about it, who feels like you know, you know, it's too much or it's overwhelming for them. Mm-hmm. I want you to give them a word of encouragement um, before you go. So, um, when life hands you lemons, I know it's such a cliche. Life hands you lemons, you squeeze it, get you some sugar, make you some lemonade, and understand that every for every setback that you have, it's always a setup for a comeback. That's from my pastor. I'm borrowing. Oh, that's good. Um, he borrowed it. Oh, well, I got it from him. However, just as an encouragement, you know, sometimes life gets heavy and we feel defeated. It's okay to take a pause and get up and take a breath, walk away, recalculate, reevaluate and come back and try it again. Doesn't make that you doesn't mean that you're less than doesn't make you a failure, but it means that you're actually making you successful because you're taking that pause and you're like, let me figure this out. Let me take a deep breath. There may be times that you're going to cry, you feel upset, you feel agitated, you feel frustrated. You may have every emotion that is on the emoji chart as a therapist. I refer to that often. However, does it make you defeated or less than? It gives you the opportunity to step back and rebrand and figure it out. A pause is always good. It's a comma. So a comma doesn't stop the sentence. It just chills and makes it rest and take a moment before you roll on to the period. So that's the difference, mm-hmm. a period versus a comma. You're just taking a pause, regroup, rebrand, and move forward and continue on. Absolutely. That's powerful. Thank you very much, Janae, for that. And You're for, welcome. For all these um, for all these nuggets, I took notes because this was some good information. I seriously appreciate you taking time out of your schedule um, to talk on this little old podcast, to <laughs> share with some people who will listen. Um, and, I, and I hope that, listen, if you listen to this today, even if this doesn't, you know, concern you directly, you know, somebody else who perhaps can can use this information, share the information, share this podcast, tell them to listen to this. Um, she gave you the she gave you her phone number on here. Y'all hear me? She gave me she gave, she means this thing. And, I really am passionate and, about it. And you yes. know what? I commend you. I applaud you um, for that, um, because there aren't it's it's hard to find people who will open themselves up before you reach out you know what I mean mm-hmm. and so we have somebody like that who's doing that um, I could tell she she talked to my daughter that's how I knew that she was the perfect person to bring on this because she talked to my daughter and she was talking to her and I felt that thing I said man she's she been called to preach or something preach college <laughs> preach college preach college preach <laughs> college but uh, <laughs> But uh, but I appreciate it. Um, let me let me say this to anybody who's listening. Whatever you want to do in life, and this is for anybody who's listening. Whatever you want to do in life, there's a school for it. And I mean, Absolutely. and I mean that in multiple ways. 
if if there's a trade that you want to do, there's a way to learn it. There's somebody mm-hmm. who will teach it to you. If there's a profession, a career you want, there's there's a school for it. There's a mm-hmm. university for it. There's something mm-hmm. for it. If you want to do nothing and just be nothing and just lollygag the rest of your life away, you're going to be in the school of hard knocks and you're going to, mm-hmm. you're going to learn some valuable lessons. And I'm not telling you that um, because, you know, to condemn you or to, you know, or to belittle you. I'm telling you that because I'm an alumni of the school of hard knocks and I learned a lot of stuff the hard way mm-hmm. in which if I had have just listened, took some time and focused, I mean, Lord knows, Lord, only Lord knows, you know, where what, would we be? Exactly. What were we? Yeah. I tell my children that all the time. I, I them, was I said, a student hey. in that school too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I told them all the time, I said, "Wouldn't you?" I said, "You think I'm doing all right? Because y'all, y'all think this is all right." I said, "This is nothing." I said, yeah. just, "Just think of how much you could have had yeah. I paid attention." So I'm telling you, don't tell you. I don't want you to have your have the same talk with your kids. But overall. Thank y'all for listening and thank y'all for, if you want more information, you can always, look, always find me and email me, send me a message, go to www.thepastormario.com and we will answer any questions, we will connect you where you need to be connected, we will find you information, we will do whatever, uh, what, do whatever we need to do to try to get you some help so that you can feel guided, feel, uh, feel assured and feel like you're not alone. I end this because at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, I don't care who you are. I want you to know you have an appointment with your purpose. You got an appointment with your purpose. You got an appointment with your purpose. Oh yes, you got an appointment with your purpose. Got an appointment with your friend.